0: What it do you filthy animals? Listen man, welcome to another episode of Yodas Crazy, the only podcast with a zero dollar budget, and that will never change. Y'all know who it is and y'all know what it is, and as usual, let's get right into it, man. Let's talk about that Super Bowl. That super Bowl. That shit means something completely different to like a stoner. Stoner. It's like you heard about that Super Bowl? He's like, "Word, how'd you guys light it?" It's like, no, bro, not a bowl. like the football things. Like, oh, oh, oh. That's some shit, Shaggy do on Scooby Doo. <clears throat> but anyway, man, we gotta talk about this Super Bowl, bro. Of course, congrats to the uh Kansas City. Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, that boy doing his thing. I did win, I did win, I, I put two bets in, I put one bet, a straight bet for Kansas to win and then I had a parlay that was like a $30 bet, could have been an 800 payout but several legs failed, I'm gonna just leave it at that, several legs failed on the 49ers side but um you know fuck the 49ers bro i remember like last year when the season started one of the guys who like was, like the the 49ers had posted like some some new dude they hired some young kid you know he's got like one of those like you know like one of those jobs like i don't know like you know whatever I don't know, like, bottle getter or, st- like, you know, or stat guy or some shit. But, you know, he's working with the team. And um, <clears throat> somebody was quick to point out that he's got a history of, like, racist tweets. And they went and got the receipts, posted all the receipts. And this dude was saying some wild shit. He was saying some wild shit. And everybody was tagging the 49ers, like, oh, you guys employ racists? And at the same time, like, a bunch of football fans are replying, like, yeah, bro, if that's the 49ers. They're, like, they're, like, the racist team. That's, that's them. Like, you're trying to call them out on some shit they're, like, they're known for. Like, yeah, it's like trying to call a KKK out for being racist. But <clears throat> ever since then, I was like, man, fuck the 49ers. And then when they made the Super Bowl, I remembered that shit. And I was like, I hope they fucking lose. I don't want this racist motherfucker to have a ring. Shit, I don't know. Could be somebody who racist on Kansas City. But at least they are not on Twitter, like blurting that shit out. Hard ERs and shit. But <laughs> it is what it is, man. You know, San Francisco, 49ers choking yet again. It's very common with them. But uh man, shout out shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh shout out to Taylor Swift. She's one step closer of achieving her grand plan. Didn't like a small $0 budget podcast mention that? In an episode called Fake Relationships and Fake Documentaries. Where I said that Taylor Swift wants to do the halftime show at the Super Bowl. But since Jay-Z been in charge of hiring the talent... She knows Jay-Z ain't going to pick her, so she's got to come show the NFL what she can bring to the NFL, which is a boss move. That's, that's how you're supposed to do it. Like You're supposed to show somebody, like, yo, this is what I could bring. This is what your boy is bringing to the table. And I seen after the Super Bowl, they started showing all these numbers. Ooh, and do this, and do And they're trying to say thank you to Taylor Swift. I'm like I see the play. I see the play Taylor. I even heard like a couple, you know, podcasts and uh sport pundits, and I'm doing pundits in air quotes talking about, oh yes, Taylor Swift could act for like they're basically saying like Taylor Swift could act at uh do the halftime show and like the NFL would be stupid to say no. Like, that that's the whole, like, conversation going on right now. People are basically like, if Taylor Swift want to do the halftime show and, the, and she asks the NFL, it would be stupid of them to say no. You feel me? And that is very true. Like, she's going to bring the numbers. She's going to bring the eyes. The numbers are definitely going to go up. So, like, and the NFL is about making that paper. They don't care. Don't care about... And I feel the NFL is past this whole, like, this pro-black shit. they are like, listen, man. This Black Lives Matter turned out they was scamming motherfuckers. Like, yeah, we did this shit. But, yeah, it's time to move on. It's time to move on. Start bringing the white talent back in. (laughs) (laughs) Taylor Swift and Post Malone. 2025. But shout out to Taylor Swift, man. She's one step closer of achieving her goal she went out there she did her thing she got in that relationship she came to the games she made sure everybody knew she was at the games and i'm pretty sure she was letting the nfl know like yeah watch how these numbers jump when i'm at the games just watch it bitch and the nfl was watching because they want to make money too shit if taylor swift if Taylor Swift is doing the halftime show in the next Super Bowl or the one after that, I bet you them slots ain't gonna go for seven for seven million. Them commercial slots ain't gonna go for seven million. They gonna put that shit up to ten and smile about it. <laughs> that shit crazy. I was also like I was on Wikipedia looking at past Super Bowls because I wanted to like I just wanted to go back over the years to like see who the halftime performers were. And it's like, bro, like, shit, I for- totally forgot. Like, at one point, it was, like, four or five people who would be headlining the halftime show. Like, it wasn't, like, one act and they would bring, like, it, like like how they had, like, 50, Mary J. Kendrick. Like, that was the standard type shit. And then, like, I'm looking at, like, how much, like, and then Wikipedia would tell you, like, how much, like, a, a ad slot costs. Like you saw that shit went from like a million dollars, and then you see going up, going up to now being seven million. I was like, God damn, the NFL been caking. But that Taylor let them announce Taylor Swift doing a halftime show, they're gonna raise them them prices. You wanna you want you wanna put a commercial on here? Mm-mm. It ain't seven million no more. It's 17. <laughs> But anyway, man, shout out to the NFL getting that paper. Shout out to the Kansas City Chiefs winning that shit, man. It is what it is. And shout out to Taylor Swift. That shit was mad odd when Taylor Swift was uh hanging out with Ice Spice. Like, that shit was, like... Like, didn't they do a song and then, a, like, a performance and it's, like... Now they're hanging out at the Super Bowl. That was, like, a odd, like, kind of link of Because it's not like you see them together. They're not, like, fucking... Harris Hilton and Nicole. Like, okay. That was kind of (laughs) strange. Somebody said, somebody said Ice Spice. Somebody said Ice Spice and Taylor Swift look like (coughs) look like Princess Peach and uh the the Toad. (coughs) I really went and Googled a picture of Princess Peach and Toad, and I ain't gonna lie, I can't unsee that shit now. Ice Spice and Taylor Swift do look like like Peach, Princess Peach and Toad, bro. <laughs> Google that shit right now and tell me it's not true, man. Google that shit right now and tell me that shit not true. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Also, shout out to Drake, man. I saw Drake put that bet in on the Kansas City Chiefs. And at one point, I said, Drake about to lose this money. I guess he's finally defeating the Drake curse. I think he also had like a big win recently too. But I think Drake is finally kicking that Drake curse, yo. Shout out to everybody, man, who was caking up on that Super Bowl. Also, I got to talk about the halftime show, bro. I, I thought the halftime show was mid I honestly thought the halftime show was mid. I see everybody talking about, yo, this is the greatest. Usher did his thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Usher did his thing. But like the whole show was mid, yo. And like like the number one thing that like like killed my vibe was the minute it started, like it started with my way. And I was saying to myself, I said to my friends on on Instagram, like nah, Usher got to do my way. Like he gots to do my way. So I was happy when I see him starting with it. And then this motherfucker did like a, just like a five second of like my way. I'm like, what, what's going on here? Like, bro, like the whole halftime show just felt like so gimmicky, like props and like people flying in the air and people on fucking roller skates and a whole bunch of fucking like just like, bro, like Usher is a talented dude and I wanted to see more of, Usher showing us his talent, like, stop crowding us with all this other background bullshit, bro, like, like, that's that, like, first off, I didn't like the song selections, number two, Alicia Keys got on there, and just the first two fucking notes, she just butchered, like, I'm like, oh, brother, it's gonna be, I said to myself right there, yo, it's gonna be a long night, bro, Like, it's gonna be a long night, like, you know she she caught it she caught it, and uh yeah like I, it was just mid like it was nothing special like it was just nostalgia. Hey, here's Ludacris. Hey, here's Little John. Like the only the only shit I liked about that uh halftime show was when Shorty did the solo on the guitar. That shit was I like that that shit she yo. She was making that shit cry like Carlos Santana. I was kind of disappointed she didn't smash the guitar in the ground though after the solo. I was hoping that would happen, but nah, she nah, Shout out to her, man. She killed that on that guitar. Come on. Now, that, that's the only part of the show that was real. And that's what I mean, like, yo. Stop doing all this gimmicks with the dancers. Like, show me your talent. Like, show me your talent. And she went out there, and she showed us her shit. And the spotlight was on her. And it was like, yo, like, she did what I was expecting fucking Usher to do. Like, yo, steal the show, bro. Like, do some shit. Like, like this shit just look half-ass, bro. Like, this shit look half-ass, like... They had him running around too much and like bro it's too too many gimmicks bro I told y'all I told y'all everything is about gimmicks these days man but it is what it is man everybody's entitled to the opinion and I felt in my opinion the halftime show is fucking mid I thought that shit was mid as fuck man that fucking the Maroon I ain't gonna lie Maroon 5 was more entertaining than that shit because Maroon 5 was just hitting you with bangers after bangers after bangers after bangers. Maroon 5 even had no, like, gimmicks of motherfuckers dancing and flying in the air. Like, bro, let's stop the gimmicks. Just give us slaps after slaps after slaps after slaps. That's what I want. But it is what it is, man. You feel me? It was a good Super Bowl, though. It was still a good Super Bowl. But like I said, I just thought the halftime show was mid. It could have been better. I don't know what the fuck J.D. was dressed as. Fucking Leprechaun or some shit. I don't know. Honestly. In my opinion. The halftime show should have started. With J.D. How Usher started with My Way. The halftime show should have started with J.D. That's the first voice you hear. Him talking the way he was talking on the My Way record. And then Usher pop out. And then if. If Tyrese was not here wild and talking about he wish he was a a latino man then maybe he could have been up there with Usher recreating the dance scene they had the dance battle they had in the in the music video But it is what it is though you know <laughs> That Super Bowl Taylor Swift one step closer to her dream man I hope she get it I hope she get it. That girl been putting in work. Private jetting it to all them games from halfway around the world. That's real love. That's real love. (laughs) Anyway, man, let's move on from that Super Bowl, bro. Yo, did y'all follow the Grammys? Because I didn't. I don't watch the Grammys. I stopped watching that shit. I stopped paying attention to the Grammys that year. What year was it that Macklemore got that shit over Kendrick? That was the exact moment <clears throat> I stopped watching the Grammys when Macklemore won over Kendrick Lamar, yo. That's where I drew the straw. I was done. But you know the Grammys happened recently, and I don't know. I don't know who was nominated. I don't. I don't. I, I didn't keep up. I didn't go follow up. But I did see one thing trending on Twitter. So like on Twitter they had this battle between the young rap fans and the older rap fans. So apparently Killer Mike like won 3 Grammys including like Album of the Year. And a lot of, you know, young people were like, "No, Travis Scott should've won that album, Album of the Year award." And a lot of the older guys are like, "Man, y'all don't know who Killer Mike is. Like Killer Mike, Killer Mike nice with it, whatever." And you know, I was in the middle watching because I'm like, I, I get where both coming from. But at the same time, <clears throat> I'm going to need the older generation to calm down because as long as I've been alive and I knew a killer Mike, I ain't never heard nobody put killer Mike in none of the top fives. In none of the top five, not no greatest, not no regional, not no top five of 2007, eight, nine. I ain't never heard nobody put killer Mike in like, like I'm going to be for real. Killer Mike has always been like a rapper who's been overlooked his whole rap career. And I knew a Killer Mike from I remember, remember that song that Outcast had? Cause the whole world loves it when you don't get done. Dun, 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 dun 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 dun. And the whole world Well, anyway, whatever. Killer Mike was on that song. And I remember like his verse was my favorite verse on that whole song, y'all. Like, Killer Mike's verse was my favorite verse on that whole song. But it's like, I remember Killer Mike just being, like, an overlooked artist. Like, he was never brought up in debates. He was never brought up in any of the conversations about anything. But now he won these Grammys, and the older dudes are like, Yeah, that's Killer Mike, bro. That's Killer Mike. It's like, bro, y'all never really... Like, people would give... Like, Killer Mike fall in the categories of, like, those rappers who, like, they nice with it. And yeah, they're gonna give you props and say you nice with it, but they still not gonna respect you when it comes to them lists. It's the same thing with like dudes in De La Soul. Like everybody gonna come out and be like, man, bro, nice with it, bro, nice with it. But they rarely put them dudes on their they list, on any of their lists. They gonna talk about Drake first. Yeah, yeah, yo, bro. Yeah, like Drake. Yeah, Drake. Yeah, and future. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, come on, bro. Come on, dog. (laughs) Now everybody acting like they was listening to Killer Mike. I promise you, more white people talk to me about Killer Mike than black people do. Because, like, they're fans of, like, Run The Jewels. More white people talk to me about Killer Mike than black people do. I promise you. And I got, I got a theory, yo. I think, I think this is the Democrats repaying Killer Mike for all that PR work he did for them. For all that hours Killer Mike put in, going around debating all these conservatives and killing them with facts and numbers and being articulate at the same time. He wasn't like an ignorant person. He was just somebody out there who was just, whenever he spoke, you were like, yeah, I believe everything he's saying. Like, why would he lie speaking so fucking shit? Why would he lie? Killer Mike was out here putting in work for the Democrats, bro. If he got to go do a little showdown with Candace Owens or somebody else and school them so they can go viral... He put in work for them, and I feel this is the payback. They made the call. It was like, listen, Killer Mike need to get the- Killer Mike need to get that. <clears throat> he because uh, I promise you, Killer Mike been overlooked his whole career. His whole career. What happened? That made like the Grammys now paying attention to Killer Mike. What happened? What happened? The only thing I think about was he was all over doing all this stuff for the Democrats. I remember Killer Mike at one point had a that show on Netflix. You remember that? That popped out of nowhere. Felt bit industry plantish. When he was talking about the Crippa Cola, you remember that? But it tied back right into the politics that he jumped into. And I ain't going to lie. He did a good job. He he represented the Democrats well. He went out there whenever they had any debates. He would go debate with the conservatives, and like I said, most times he 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 did his homework. He wasn't like he wasn't like a like a Cardi B. Like you know, Cardi B is also one of those people who, of course, she endorsed Joe Biden, and she's one of those celebrities like like you know John not I said John Lennon, <laughs> who's who's dude. Um, John Legend. Like, you know, Cardi B, John Legend, like Kill- these are like they're like celebrities who are like I don't I don't mean it in a disrespectful way, but they're like mouthpieces for like the Democrats. They're mouthpieces. And of course, um Republicans got their mouthpieces too. Sometimes it's not usually mostly like entertaining It'd be like a Candace Owens or somebody like that. But um it's like I feel Killer Mike, what sets him apart is that, like, Cardi B could talk all this stuff about Republicans and whatever, but... And this has happened a couple times with Candace Owens. Like, Cardi B will talk all this stuff, but once somebody try to do, like, a debate with her, like, it just exposes how little she knows about the topic. And it's so easy for them to, like, make her look stupid. Like, you know... Like, that, like Cardi B, like I said, she's good as a mouthpiece, but she can't debate. Now, Killer Mike, they can't do that to him. That, to him. They can't make Killer Mike look dumb. He, he did his homework. He's ready to rebuttal anything you have to say. And he's not going to get angry and yell like <coughs> he's going to articulate himself. And he's going to bring facts, all that shit. Party B, they corner her with a question. She the type to deactivate her Twitter. Oh, this politics is making my head hurt. Like yeah, that's that's how it go. You you agreed to be a mouthpiece. <clears throat> that's how it go. You gonna have to answer some questions when the other side come. <clears throat> you know, but um, it is what it is, man. Shout out to Killer Mike. Everybody was upset, but. It also felt like a lot of people were set just to create, like, content Like Sorry, my throat is dry as fuck Like, I saw Kai Sanat and Joe Budden going back and forth Over the topic And it felt like people just People just wanted to, like People just wanted to just create content like that's what it, that's what everything is about these days. Just to, like you don't even know how somebody truly feel about about things, cause you don't know somebody just saying some shit to create content, bro. Like I've been I've been noticing that a lot. Like people are getting desperate for content now. Like I saw the Breakfast Club, right? I saw the Breakfast Club did this whole. I don't know Charlemagne and them like did this in the background where. Jess Hilarious was supposed to join a breakfast club, right? And everybody could tell, like, she was gonna get the job. I think she told her friends at a party, and then all of a sudden, there's rumors that she didn't get the job. And now, and everybody's clowning her and whatever. And then a couple days later, they announce her. And I'm like, bro, this is a Charlemagne play. He wanted a viral moment, and now. They can create content talking about all the people who were, you know, probably celebrating or who were quick to talk about, oh, she didn't get the job. Like, I listen to Charlemagne's podcast with Andrew Schultz, and it's the same thing. Like, when Angela Yee left and she did that tweet about, oh, the Breakfast Club is over, Charlemagne admitted that they planned all that shit. They planned for her to tweet that they planned all of it to have, like, a viral moment. And that's when I realized, like, bro, like... The Breakfast Club is on its last leg. Like, they're really, like... Like, it's... It's like they're, like... Like, they can never have another Birdman moment... Viral moment again. Like, they can't have those kind of moments again. And I feel like... A lot of people... Don't want to, like... See this, like... Tame Breakfast Club. They like when the Breakfast Club was wildin'. When Charlemagne was a wild boy... When they used to call people at work, when like people call in and shoot, they shot at like friends or a coworker. Like that's the wild times. Now it's just so tame. They talking politics, like bro, motherfuckers rather go watch Kai Sinat. They rather go watch like one of them dudes. They don't give a fuck about all this other shit. I feel the Breakfast Club on its last leg, yo. It's on its last leg. Shit, they should have, they should have, they should have all cashed out when they was at the top, and then introduce another show or something. I mean, it ain't that hard. But how the fuck did I get here, bro? What was I talking about? Something about faking shit. Yeah, faking shit for that viral moment. What was I talking? let me see. I already forgot, man. But anyway, fuck that shit. <laughs> Yo, did y'all see? Um, did y'all see Monique on Shannon Sharp, bro? My God, bro. Cat Williams done set a fucking precedent, man. Like Cat Williams done set the bar. Ever since Cat Williams, everybody been speaking their truths, bro. And I like it. I like it. Everybody been speaking their truths. Big comedians, small comedians, no-name comedians, has-been comedians, A-list comedians, Z-list comedians, D-list comedians, part-time comedians. Everybody been coming out with their truths, bro. Ever since Cat Williams' interview, I done heard about five people talking about personal stories about Steve Harvey, bro. I done heard another five talking about personal stories with Kevin Hart. And even Monique got on Shannon Sharp podcasts. And man, with every fucking interview, bro, Kevin Hart losing credibility, bro. That's all I'm going to say. With every Shannon Sharp interview, Kevin Hart is losing credibility, bro. Because it's like I'm looking at the common names that keep popping up Kevin Hart, Steve Harvey. Common. Then I come to find out. Monique said Oprah was... uh, Bro, I didn't know Oprah used to... I didn't know Oprah was like that. I didn't know Oprah was a hater like that. Bro, I thought Oprah... Bro, I swear to God. Bro, I'm not even capping on nothing. I thought Oprah was a sweet black woman who came from nothing and became everything. Like, I know Oprah's story. Look, Yo, I remember, like, Yo, my mom, when I remember when I was younger, my mom used to watch Oprah's show religiously. But I remember as a kid watching it. Like, not watching, but like my mom would be watching. i will like walk by and spot like the TV and see Oprah. And I could always remember her because of her hair. She had like that specific, she had like that bob back then. I always remember her, but my mom is a big fucking fan of Oprah, bro. But, um, yeah, I never knew Oprah was like a gangster like that, like blackballing motherfuckers and... And and scamming motherfuckers and fucking people over, bro. Like I did not know all of this shit. Same thing with Tyler Perry. Monique said Tyler Perry blackballed her, and then he's apologized. Like, bro, I I mean, I heard that shit. The rumors where they like somebody was saying like, uh, Monique is difficult to work with, and like I didn't know like Tyler Perry was the one who started that rumor. Like, all this shit is wild, bro. Like, I'm just realizing with this entertainment shit, and not even entertainment, but we got to look at life now. Like, bro, like, we got to start revisiting all the people, like, not even society, but just, like, in, like, let's keep it in entertainment, but, like, we, like, all the people the entertainment industry been calling, like, crazy and weird and all this shit, like, no, let's go revisit them and look at them, because... All the people who they said was on drugs, the Dave Chappelle's, the Cat Williams, uh, Monique problematic, like all the people they like labeled as bad, they all turning out to be the good guys, and all the good guys are turning out to be the dickheads. Like, no, we gotta start. We gotta start looking at some of these people more closely. Like, like honestly. I never had an issue with Steve Harvey, but since hearing that Cat Williams and the Monique interview and several comedians, like, bro, uh, my opinion, my whole view of Steve Harvey has changed, bro. Like, I don't respect Steve Harvey no more. Like, Kevin Hart, like, like, I still fucks with Kevin, but I'm just looking at him sideways because, bro, your name, it keeps coming up. In, like, weird sketchy stories why is that come on bro come on and then i noticed that too like every time somebody do like a podcast with shannon sharp whether it be cat williams or monique every time they do it in like clips of it go viral i notice it's like the same group of people always firing back especially black people going at the oh you shouldn't be talking about this. We shouldn't be dragging each other. Like that's the thing. When Cat Williams called out uh Cedric the Entertainer and called out Steve Harvey and Ka- uh, Kevin Hart and all of them people came out talking about you shouldn't be you shouldn't be talking about this. You know, the this is the culture and the th- 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 like man shut the fuck up, bro. That's what I hate, bro. Like, 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 and even Monique said it, bro. Like Monique said it perfect. She was like, bro. Nowadays, like, I re- like growing up, like, I remember growing up, bro, your parents would, my parents would beat the shit out of me if I lied to them, bro. If I told a lie, I would get the shit beat out of me. And Monique is like, basically said, like, yo, we grew up getting, like like, punished for lying. We were always told to tell the truth. And now we become adults, and when we tell the truth, we get punished for telling the truth. And that shit hit deep, bro. Like our whole lives, our parents telling us, yo, tell the truth. Be honest. And now we become adults and you tell the truth. And you just get punished. Look at Snowden, bro. Snowden thought he was doing some big. I'm going to let the American people know. And look now, he he can't come back to America. I don't know where the fuck. Is he in Russia now? I don't even know where he is. Wherever he is, he is on a VPN blocker. And a place where they don't do extraditions. But it's like that, bro. Like, we punish people for telling the truth. That shit is fucking wild, bro. But I'm saying, like... I'm looking like... I just keep an eye on all the people who come out... And start criticizing any comedian who... Telling their truths. I'm keeping an eye on all of those people, bro. Like... These are scary hours bro Shit ain't as it seem Like It's it's fucking crazy man It's fucking crazy But anyway back to the Monique interview man Like, I ain't know all that shit I ain't know Tyler Perry and them was like Hating like that I did not know that shit I did not know that shit. And apparently, the shit when Taraji P. Henson was crying recently about like the pay, like being underpaid, apparently it was about the color purple play or movie, whatever shit with Oprah. That's what I'm hearing, bro. This shit is wild. I don't know. This shit is wild. Y'all gotta go check the interview out for y'allself. Like, it's just. Like I said, I just keep a I just keep an ear out for the same names that keep popping up. And then I look at them and I judge them. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> but I like this. I like this, though. I like people telling their truths, bro. Like, yeah. Like I said, a bunch of people been coming out now since Cat Williams talking about Steve Harvey and talking about they Steve Harvey story. Like, a bunch of people been coming out now, bro. Like you hearing them like it's a different video popping up on YouTube every day of somebody talking about a crazy encounter with one of these people, Cat Williams, talking about. But like I said, man, we need to go back and revisit all the people that Hollywood told us was crazy and and was this and was that. And now we got to go back and review these people cases, bro. Like, I really feel bad for that dude Aaron Carter, bro. Didn't he pass away? Orlando Brown and these dudes. Like, what did these motherfuckers do to y'all, bro? Now y'all just labeled as addicts and crazy. Motherfuckers call Orlando Brown crazy. and I heard that motherfucker said one of the most... Sensible shit I've heard in a long fucking time recently. That motherfucker said, "Why are you charging us for apples? Nature give us them shits for free. Like why am I paying for apples?" And I was like, "That ain't a crazy motherfucker talking right there." FYI, that motherfucker said, "Why am I paying for apples? Nature gave them to us for free." Come on, think about that. You think that? You think that's a crazy person talking? Come on, bro. <laughs> Shout out Orlando Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the sounds he make. <laughs> if you ever get a chance, go YouTube the video of Orlando Brown talking about... It's like, is it Diddy or something? Giving him headaches? <laughs> Just the sounds he... Bro. Shout out Orlando Brown, man. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, bro <laughs> Bro Did y'all see Did y'all see all this shit going on in New York right now with the migrants, man That shit is fucking crazy, bro It's like these motherfuckers is just trying to brew up I don't know what the fuck. I don't even, bro. You know, I don't even have an opinion on this migrant shit. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It just looked like somebody's working on a play right now. Somebody is working on a play. That's all I'm gonna say, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. But this shit getting real spooky out here right now. Like, I don't know, bro. I feel something coming. I feel I feel they slowly going to scapegoat the migrants. And something is coming, bro. Something is coming. If I could tell the migrants anything, bro. Stop waiting on the government to help you. And just, just go find some of your peoples in the city and ask them to help you out, bro. Because them motherfuckers, one morning you're going to wake up. And it's going to be a bag on your head. And you're going to be in Guantanamo Bay. They could be like, no, we're gonna keep you here until we could figure out your your uh refugee status, you know, your asylum status. Shit. You and Abu Gray standing on a milk cart with some fucking wires on your fingers on your dick. Shocking the fuck out of you. That's what the fuck gonna happen. Better stop better stop trusting the fucking government. <laughs> That's like in the UK, yo. In the UK, whenever like they catch, like, illegals over there. They tell them, like, oh, so you here illegally? All right, cool. Just listen. You could chill out here. we going to give you, like, a work permit. But you got to check in with the home office every month. Them immigrants be like, yeah, I'm going to check in. Psych. Like, that's too good to be true. You mean I could stay? All I got to do is check in once a month? Shit. Last thing you want is the government to know your every fucking move, bro. Promise you that shit. And don't talk about, well, you can track your phone. Shut up, bro. Apple ain't gonna let them do no shit like that. I fucks with Apple. Apple don't bow to the government. Apple gang. <laughs> but for real, though, like, it's some spooky shit going on, bro. I don't know. Even spookier, bro. I saw Vladimir Putin did a fucking uh, interview with Tucker Carlson. Like, bro, like Russia might be cooked, bro. Russia might be cooked. Russia is cooked. Like, I'm sorry. If I was Russian, I would be embarrassed. Vladimir Putin is doing an interview with Tucker Carlson? What? Are they down that bad? Nah, Russia is down bad, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. There's no other reason for Putin to be doing a fucking interview right now with Tucker Carlson. Putin, bro? This is this is apparently America's biggest rival, Russia. In terms of ideology and all that shit. They still at war from the Cold War. And Putin sitting down. Like, bro, that looks silly. And then the whole interview was just silly. I'm not even gonna get into it, but it just... All he's talking about is this and we got this and we got that and we're working. Like, bro, it just sound like a motherfucker who's down bad, bro. It just sound like somebody who's down bad. I think Russia is down bad, bro. The amount of weapons we sent into the Ukraine. The amount of weapons we sent into the Ukraine, bro. Like, think think about this, bro think about this bro russia is this big country bro going against ukraine for a tiny land space and they still can't defeat ukraine bro that's embarrassing honestly could you imagine when could you imagine when america went to iraq they took that bitch over in, like, six hours. Could you imagine if it was, like, a whole year later and they still couldn't take that shit? That would have been embarrassing. Like, God damn, y'all can't take that shit yet? All right, here's what we gonna do, All right, We gonna build a giant wooden, like, kebab stand and hide in that bitch. Them motherfuckers do like them kebabs. <laughs> uh. The Murakis look. Go next. Look outside the next day. It's like, oh, it's a, it's a halal cart. It's like wheel that bitch in. We eating good tonight. Psych. Seal Team Two up in that bitch. With night vision and piano wires. Like high tech shit. Rambo-style knives. These are the seal-type motherfuckers. You feel me? They do shit silent. They don't even shoot you. They come up and just put that knife in your throat. They know where to cut and kill you instantly, hiding in that wooden halal cart. Boom. Could you imagine that shit, bro? America went to invade a country and, like, took years to take it over. Nah, bro, you gonna take that shit over. They might be resistance, but you gonna take that bitch over, like... Something fishy is going on, bro. I think Russia is cooked, bro. I think Russia is cooked. Putin doing gimmicks. That's the key word for 2024 for all my listeners on this podcast. Gimmicks. Watch out for the gimmicks. Just keep an eye for the gimmicks. This shit feel like a gimmick, bro. How the fuck Putin said like that? Come on, bro. And speak English, bro. Look, goddamn, bro! Shit, bro, I'm tired, bro. I'm tired of these motherfuckers. I'm really tired of this shit, bro. I, I'm disappointed, bro. Like Putin, look, that was not a good look, bro. That really wasn't a good look. Sitting out with Tucker Carlson, like who is he trying to appeal to? <laughs> Middle America. Come on, bro. Like, anyway, man, listen. Should I hop off here? Because I'm tired of this shit. All this politics shit just drained me of like one hour of energy. That shit just drained the fuck out of me. Can't believe Putin. did. I thought Putin was some badass ex-KGB motherfucker. Now nah, he sitting out doing interviews. Bro, if you don't get your scary ass up, I thought you was boogeyman type motherfuckers and I thought people didn't touch you and shit. Now you sitting down here talking a whole bunch of bullshit that nobody gives a fuck about, bro. Just capping. Talking about, oh, we're close to a cancer vaccine. You're a liar. You are a liar, Vladimir. The American spies... Working in your Russian government and scientist labs would have told America by now. The spies that we have in Russia would have told us by now. And then the double agents in Russia who you think are your agents but have been compromised by America. They would have told America by now. The same way how... Y'all fucking spies told them like, bro, they ain't got no goddamn technology to hear. No submarine imploding under the ocean, bro. They don't. Hey. Hey. Yuri. Yuri. They they do not have the technology. Come on, bro. The spies. Come on. <laughs> Putin want to Putin convince me that they working on a cure for cancer and them American spies ain't been like. Sold them out to America already, bro. America, honestly, would have been kill all them motherfuckers and took that shit. SEAL Team 3 would have been in that, bitch. <laughs> With piano wires and fucking silence guns and, and Rambo knives. Feel me? Flying in, in high-tech prototype helicopters that may or may not crash. Because this is the maiden flight. That's how America roll, bro. Fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find the fuck out. But anyway, man, just watch out for the gimmicks. You got to watch out for the gimmicks. This shit. I'm sorry, Vladimir. I'm sorry, bro. All the gimmicks you try to kick about this and that and this. Stop, bro. Stop. Stop. I'm very disappointed in Vladimir Putin, bro. I'm very disappointed. I thought he was a badass. Drink vodka and wrestle beer and... I said beer. Bears. I also hate that about English. That word's just so closely fucking like... I hate English, bro. I hate this fucking language. I'm just so upset. Pussy ass English. I hate this shit. I hate that words be sounding so similar. And then like some words like, bro, like, why, why, like, I hate English. Because why the fuck is it Mobile, Alabama? It should be Mobile, Alabama, bro. What the fuck is up with English? That shit pisses me the fuck off. Hey, welcome to Mobile. Shut up, bitch. It's Mobile. You little cunt. Fuck, bro. God. Oh, I hate English, bro. I fucking hate English so fucking much. Why do we have so many words that sound the same but are spelled different? Why the fuck does this happen? Why? Why? My God, bro. I just gave myself a headache thinking about how much I fucking hate English, bro. Yo, shout out to anybody trying to learn English as a language, bro. I know they always say it's the most difficult language to learn, but like, man, shout out to you because you got to deal with this bullshit, bro. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, bro, some, some, like, some fucking languages, bro. They only got one word for a word, bro. They only got one word for something. Like, in English, bro, you could use fucking different fucking words, bro. Spanish motherfuckers be like, how big was that shit? That shit could either be grande or mucho grande. Mas grande. It's going to be grande. English, that's big. It was Titanic, it was enormous, it was gigantic, it was ginormous. It was colossal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like why the fuck do we have so many words that mean the same fucking shit, bro? What the fuck? Nah, bro, like who was coming up with words, bro? Like who who was managing like shouldn't the nigga stop at one point and be like, Sire, We have a new word to add to the English language. Come here, Squire. Write it down. What is this new word? Saya? We will be adding the word massive. And what does massive imply? Well, Saya, it's something that's. Well, it's. It's big, but it's a little bigger than big, Saya. Well, isn't that just big? Well, no, sire. Well, I am confused. Ah, oh, bring me my whores and my ale. Squire, take care of it. Poor fucking squire is squiring and shit and writing notes for the king while the king is eating giant turkey legs and having sex with concubines and shit. And his poor squire has got to sit there And write fucking 10 words that mean the same fucking shit, bro. 10 words that mean the same fucking shit. Why are we doing this shit? Why the fuck are we doing this shit? Oh. Sire, I have a new word. It's vast. Vast? Squire, come here and scribble. Scribble thy notes. For ye, Yorick, I knew him well. So little Hamlet for you, uncultured fucking swine. But I'm just saying, though, bro. Like English, fuck it, bro. You know what? I I agree with Tyrese, bro. I wish I was a Latino man, bro. I wish I was born a Latino man because I don't got to remember all these fucking words, bro unnecessary fucking words, bro. Wait, speaking of words in Latinos, do Spanish people have spelling bees? Because I feel like their dictionary is very limited. Like, a Spanish spelling bee wouldn't be that bad, would it? Well, well, I guess y'all know what I'm about to go YouTube. <laughs> I'm about to go down a rabbit hole of Spanish spelling bee. And with that, Y'all stay safe until the next episode of Yoda's Crazy. I am over and out.